I'm going to be honest, I'm very overwhelmed because I was trying to get everything put together to be here on time and I still wasn't. And there's still stuff that I need to do, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to get done what I can't get done. What I can't get done is just not going to get done. Yeah. Listen, that's, I think that's the one thing I had to learn as being a mom is that whenever I can do it, I'll do it. Like I try and I try, but sometimes I'm like, well, we're going to try tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Tomorrow's another day. Exactly. You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. I'm, I'm surprised because I'm not even put together. I literally got on workout clothes. You are fine. <laughs> so welcome welcome to thank you mom's no expert miss kimberly how are you thank you for in- accepting my invitation i'm of so excited course. that you're here <laughs> thank you for so, inviting me you thank you you're welcome thank you oh, sorry my nose um <laughs> so okay. we're gonna start today um we have our first segment which is mom i have a question and mm-hmm. this was inspired because My daughter asks a lot of questions all the time about everything that she sees. Um, So I was like, why not? Let's ask moms or dads, because sometimes I have dads, what a question. Um, So your question is, what was life after divorce? Um, Oh, my gosh. It honestly was a whole roller coaster. It was like a whole roller coaster because I had filed three times. And it was like literally the third time that I was just like, you know what? I got to go through with this whole thing. But it was very uh, traumatic, very just emotionally instability, um, draining, um, just, it, it was a lot. It, it just, it was a lot. <laughs> that's all I, that's how I can sum it up. Like in that <laughs> short question, it was a lot. It was a yeah. lot. I bet. And how... Like I always, I mean, I'm going to ask you more questions about mm-hmm. it later. So I'm going to hold on because <laughs> I want to know, I always, I mean, I am a parent. I am a, a child of divorce. I meant not a parent of divorce, okay. um, but I'm a, I'm a child of divorce. So, and I've always had these questions for my mom, but I've always been kind of like afraid of asking just cause you know, I, I don't know, like, I don't want her to feel offended if I ask right. her a question and then she'd be like, well, what do you mean? Or whatever. And then with me, it was a different story because I wasn't married to my daughter's dad. It was more of like a fling that just happened to have a baby. And then we be- we were friends, so we just stayed friends. But it was kind of like different. So I don't- never experienced that, you know, like having a whole marriage. So I always have a lot of questions. <laughs> Girl, I'm ready to answer the best way I can. <laughs> Thank you. So before we start, mm-hmm. we're going to go into a first our first commercial, commercial. Okay. I can't even talk. It's pre-recorded, so it just okay. slips in there. <laughs> um. So welcome back. Hi, you're so hi. cute. She said hi, Layla. Hi. <laughs> so the second segment, it is mom. I said what, and I like to have a quote. Um. So a while ago, my daughter and I would try to do like, just like talking about things and like what inspire you so I like to do quotes because I like to see a quote every morning and be like this is how my day is gonna be and sometimes it's like today is gonna be rough I'm like no don't do this to me (laughs) so the quote of the day today is your divorce won't be the entire story of your life 
you still get to write your happy ending. And I like this because of where you are right now. Mm -hmm. I think like this is the perfect moment for you to share your story. Not because, I mean, you went through a divorce, but who you are now, like not who you were, but who you are. So what do you, what is this quote in? inspire you or tells you um you know getting married I like honestly stop I never I like it, it was never divorce was never a thing like it was just never uh like oh I'm gonna be divorced in the next five years that was never a thing that was on my mind so I felt like you know my love story is finished like I am not doing this again but it wasn't until recently and when I say recently maybe like a year ago um, to where I'm just like, you know what, Kim, you really can't start over. Like, this is not the end-all, be-all. And I honestly thought that this was the end-all, be-all. I thought, like, this person was going to be the only person that understood or got me. And it really took kind of me getting uncomfortable to say, you know, hey, I want to go on dates. And I want to, you know, meet new people. And I want to, you know, see what else is out there. Now, granted, I had... My son just literally jumps off. <laughs> is he Okay. <laughs> The funniest, ow! Josh, don't do that again. And I'm not playing because I'm going to call your dad. Don't do that again. I have to hit him with, I'm going to call your dad. Yeah, yeah. But it it literally, like, it's not until now that I'm understanding and I'm realizing that there is life. Like, there is something beyond this person. Like, even though this person has some very sweet spots and you guys both had sweet spots for, give me a second, um, that Cause I honestly did not feel like I could. I really honestly, I felt so, I felt ugly. I felt like, you know, we had three kids, like literally almost like back to back to back. And I just was, I was, it was, it was hard and it it was so rough. And I was just like, how, like who is going to want a person with three kids and young kids? Cause my children are six, five and three. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, who is going to want this single mother with three kids so young? So, um, it wasn't until like, (laughs) and I'm I said a lot of men out there, (laughs) but then I had to like really realize that and I had to start taking care of myself. Like, I look back on pictures prior to, and I'm just like, Kim, you did not take care of yourself, like, you did not take care of who you were, and there was no way that you could take care of a family like your kids, um, your husband, there was no way that you could do that. So honestly, I understand now that there is definitely something else out there. And, and, and the things that even like just God promised, like those are things that are still looking to be fulfilled. That, that I love that. I love that you're looking at possibly dating (laughs) and possibly putting yourself out there. I know it's hard because I think when you are so used to a person, just like now you have to get to know this a whole nother person. And and we're going to go to our third segment of mom said what, and this is the interview portion. And I'm just basically want to get to know you. And I just want to get to the bottom of what, like divorce and not what a divorce is because we all know what a divorce is but life after divorce and I think we forget when parents especially moms when we get divorced or when we separate we're like okay this is it that's it we're done I'm dying now I'm gonna wither away and (laughs) that's not true and you are you are literally a prime example Mm -hmm. so what was 
what was the like the feeling when you got divorced like what was your final when it was done how did you feel oh I think it was when like I was just like I'm doing everything I possibly can to save my marriage but nothing was changing and that's when I was just like you know what you cannot I don't care how much you do I don't care how much you change yourself you are not going to be able to change a person who does not want to change. And so that was literally, and then when it got to a point where like the person was trying to alter who I was and I wasn't Mm. comfortable with who I was, that's when I was just like, oh no, this is too far. Like I've gone above and beyond to be accommodating to save my family and I'm unsteady, I'm unstable, I'm unsettled, I'm insecure. No. And so that was like that de- determining factor to where it was just like, Kim, like you, li- I had to literally tell myself, like, Kim, you are so valuable. You literally, like, anybody with common sense can see the value that you hold, and you do not have to alter that to keep somebody in your life. Mm-hmm. And that was literally like that. Like when I started this shift and change and I felt unstable within myself, I was like, oh no, I can't do this. Like when I can't sleep, I'm stressed out. I'm losing weight. I'm just going through just constantly. No, that was like literally my like, Mm-mm, not That's doing what you it. Do and you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can't do this. Wow. And how was it? How did he reciprocate? Because I know it's weird because we go through like we have I was talking about this with my mom the other day because we were watching the show and we were talking about how men are like comfortable and they're like, oh, this is the best life. And the woman, it's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like five things have to change. So how do how what was what was his reaction? Well, you know. To, to be completely honest, like I, I've said this in many interviews and many people who have talked about it, um, he in, within our marriage, he was not a bad person. Like he was the he catered to every need. He did the best that he knew how in the in the in the realm of what he was taught, because he didn't have a lot of like male figures who knew how to lead families. So with the information that he had, he tried to execute it the best way possible. And honestly, we we went in it. We went into it so unknowledgeable we went in marriage so unknowledgeable we had no idea that people change over time over years so that same person you met is not going to be the same person five years down the road and literally we got into we we, it was like once we started having kids things just was just like so different because it's a whole different dynamics to living and so we end up relocating because we were staying in Atlanta at the time and we end up relocating back to South Carolina and we didn't have like a stable place to stay or I didn't feel comfortable staying with his family and the kids. I felt comfortable staying at my parents' house with the kids. And I was like, you just stay over here. And he was just like, not, not comfortable staying like under my parents' roof with the kids until we were able to get on our feet. And, um, we kind of separated because he was in one household with his family. I was in the house with my family, but I didn't really see at that time, like your marriage is not going to work living apart even though y'all are married it's not gonna work living apart and I think within that gap it was so many things that were able to feel that separation even and even though we were not necessarily separated and we started arguing bickering and fighting and after a altercation it was just kind of like yeah 
You stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. And it was just like, it kind of went downhill because I was trying to fight for, you know, marriage and it went downhill. And and then one thing I realized later on was, and even he, even he talked about it um, too, is just like, he was broken. Like he didn't know how to necessarily maneuver as a husband because he wasn't necessarily taught. So the actions that he did within there were just kind of unrational and unnecessary. So I think now he understands or he realized like my actions after that situation, after we, after us separating literally played a lot of areas of not just his life, but my life, our kids life. So Mm -hmm. I think now like us being able to have amicable conversations, like just from his perspective, him just saying, you know what? Yeah, I could have handled that a lot better. And me also saying, you know what, being prideful, my pride as well, played a role into like us separating because it was just kind of like, all right, I don't care. <laughs> but deep down inside, I, 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 it's like when you lost you it, right? I was like, wait a minute, this is no. But I think like now, initially, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm having fun. I'm having the time of my life. I'm separated. And now it's just kind of like, this is not necessarily what I thought it was going to be. So. <laughs> this is not what I want. Right. <laughs> that right. makes sense. That's, um, that's a lot. So did you had any like type of feeling? Well, you said you went, you wanted to like go out and all that stuff, but did you ever feel like a failure? Like you failed oh, as definitely. a person, as a mother? Yeah, definitely. I hid our separation for three years. Wow. I hit, I was like, oh yeah, he's, cause he's a truck driver. So I was like, oh yeah, he's on the road. Like I did not want anybody to see that we were going through what we were going through. And that was honestly because of how my family was raised. It was just like, you don't, what goes on your household, you keep it in your household. You don't, nobody needs to, nobody know. needs to know. And, um, that was hard. So when everything kind of hit the fan and everything kind of went public, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be the talk of the town. I'm going to be the talk of Facebook. It is oh. going to be hard. Like that, I literally was just like, and the whole time when people were asking me like, you know what? I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Like literally, I had to play like this strong. Like I don't care. Like yeah. I don't care. But deep down inside, I was literally fighting for my life, fighting oh for my, my life. God. How um, did you get rid of those feelings? Like eventually, um, going to therapy. I literally okay. sought out therapy. Um, I and Mom, let me tell you, what cereal? Let me tell you, get I can't get up right now. So you might have to ask your sister. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Was, <laughs> How did you uh, fight those feelings of like failure? Oh, going to therapy. Um, literally, I, I told people like 
if you come to me asking about it and I'm not going and I don't feel like talking about it, we're not going to talk about it. Like, like setting boundaries with individuals, like don't come to me saying you saw him with X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, I'm just not ready for that. So being able to set those boundaries and I just really started taking care of myself. I started going to the gym. I start. I start. I never had a a facial, like a, a face routine, like a skin routine. I learned how to take care of my skin because my skin was just horrible. I had like dark patches all over my face. It was just horrible. Um, I started dressing better, started taking care of my hair better. I started hanging out with my friends more. Um, th- like those, like just those things. You were neglecting yourself this whole time. The whole time. The whole time. I mean, I'm glad that you you look fabulous now, so I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank You're welcome. You. How was it? You have a you have a six year old. You said so. How was it? I mean, I don't know if the little ones know or understand, but how was it telling her, uh, telling your old kid that you were getting a divorce, you were separating? I said, well, her, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a boy, it's a boy, but I don't honestly. Oh boy. It, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest. We got married when my daughter, right before my daughter was born, our our middle baby, and so us like actually living as a family. My first, my oldest was the only one who was able to really get us living as a family, but he was like one and a half. He was like one and a half. Josh, stop that. He was like one and a half. So he doesn't even really remember a family. Like he doesn't even remember his parents. He, you know, he may have vague memories of us like in our house in Atlanta. He may have vague memories, but he doesn't necessarily recall. He doesn't even like he in his mind or just based on how he, you know, carries himself. He's just like, oh yeah, mommy has a house. Daddy has a house. I know I go to daddy house on this weekend. And I think in his mind, I think he's like, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. (laughs) Like, I literally feel like, and, and, you know, so I think, you know, when he does, you know, if he ever sees or if, if, you know, his mom gets, if I get remarried again, his dad gets remarried again, I think he'll have to learn. I think he'll have to learn, you know, what marriage actually looks like because he didn't really get to experience to the point he was able to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, when my daughter's dad remarried, my daughter was super young. So for my daughter, it's it's always been her dad and her stepmom, and then me, and like me actually dating because I'm I'm open with her, you know, and I tell her like, you know, I'm dating or whatever. I'm and she, it's kind of been kind of weird lately, and she's just like very possessive or <laughs> not possessive, but she's like, I want to sleep with you or I want to do this. And I'm like, you have me all day. So we're going on vacation, right? So I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go on a date before, like the day before, because whatever is my birthday and we want to celebrate, he wants to celebrate. And she's like, but, but why? But I want to spend the the last night with you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We live together and we're going on a whole trip for a whole week. <laughs> So you have me. <laughs> I am yours. Right. I don't know. So it's it, I think that's going to be the adjusting part for her because she mm-hmm. never seen me. I mean, I've dated, but she's never seen me actually invest into dating. I think that it right. is. That's the difference because I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'm dating this guy, whatever. And then it's gone. <laughs> right. So I think the, she seen me like fully invested into knowing somebody. She's like, oh, my mom is changing. 
<laughs> what is this? <laughs> right, right. So that would be a change, but they're so, I mean, I think my daughter's so smart. She understands. I just think it's obviously like a, a change. So it's going to be hard regardless yeah. of, of how easy I try to make it. Right. So it's going to be right. the same for him. It's going to be, you know, he's going to be like, you know what? I don't know who's going to get married. <laughs> Nobody's getting married. <laughs> right. Right. That's Cause so I, I have no idea how my kids would react because I haven't brought them. I haven't allowed like a person that I've dated to actually meet them until I'm like, okay, I want to invest in this. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that has question marks on their reaction of how they're going to react. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what we do (laughs) it. Just kidding. Uh, It's fine. Mm. They'll be fine. So, What inspire you to do Moms Over Matter? Because so a friend of mine that follows you, she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so great. You guys, she will be great for your podcast. And then I was like, oh, Moms Over Matter. And I'm just like scrolling through your Instagram. (laughs) So what inspire you to do that? So going through the divorce, like at the time, um, my kid's dad, he I think he just kind of had lost his way because he was not as involved as he needed to be as their father. And so a lot, all of the responsibilities literally fell on me. And granted, my dad, he was amazing while he was here. Like my dad stepped in and he fathered them just how he fathered me. Um, And so it just was like, regardless of what's going on, regardless of whether I'm going through a divorce, regardless of me having to pay for just about everything, I still have to mom over this situation. I still have to put like mind over matter. I still have to put mom over this matter. I still have to defeat this because at the end of the day, I cannot allow my children to fall victim to my situation or what I, you know, experience. So that birth moms over matter, that birth me being able to say, you know what, at the end of the day, although it's not fair, we still have to mom over situations that we didn't create mom over situations that we did create mom over situations that we have no control over and mom over situations that seem almost impossible. So that literally like experiencing those things was like when I hit like a triumph, I was like, Ooh, I defeated that. That was a mom over matter moment. So that's like that's literally crazy. one of our slogans. We was like, even like my earrings, I don't know if you can see them. Um, they say, I They're defeated so that. Yeah, they say, I defeated oh. that. So it's like literally, and I, like anything that we put out or we sell, because I literally honestly hate selling stuff. But anything <laughs> that I'm like, literally, I hate being like, hey, y'all, we got a product. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to put the link down below so you guys can buy stuff. <laughs> I'll do it for you. <laughs> I hate it, but literally, I was like, I and I, I say this anytime that, like, I'm speaking about our products or you know the stuff like our, our, basically our products. I always say, do not, because we're I'm not looking to get rich off of this. I'm not mm-hmm. looking to be like, oh, I want these these bunch of sales or whatever. So I tell people all the time, do not buy this. Don't buy shirts that say that say sitting me sitting with me is powerful. If you're not willing to share 
what makes you like what makes sitting with you powerful if you're wearing our shirt or you're wearing our earring that says i defeated that do not wear that if you're not willing to share what you defeated and how you defeated that because what we do is very intentional so i tell people all the time do not even even wearing our rings that say mom won't matter don't even wear anything pertaining to us if you're not willing to each one teach some and i got that from mr j morrison like to be oh. able to spread that, to be able to mm-hmm. spread like what you did in order to get where you are. So if you're walking around, you got one of our shirt on that was like, you know, why are you sitting with you powerful? And you're like, I don't know. You you representing us, babe. <laughs> you are not representing us in a in the manner of yeah. of our standards. And so that's why I always say our stuff is very intentional. And Josh, can you give me a second? <laughs> but you're being you're being rude. Can you ask Jaheem has he taken a shower yet? Please go okay. ask him. Thank you so very much. <laughs> but um, literally, Mom Go and Matter is just basically like our our motto is. Um, the goal of Moms Over Matter is to help moms develop an undefeated mindset so that they can live an undefeated life. And that's what we strive to do. I love that. Mm. I really love that. That's really yeah. nice. I'm going to put the link down below, guys. Go support. <laughs> but if you're a mom and you're mom, not the spreading the word, the good Mom Over Matter, then don't buy nothing. Don't buy it. <laughs> we don't, do not we not press for no extra sales. We only exactly. want individuals who want to really represent the brand. Exactly. And and that's that's beautiful. When it comes to situations like this, like when I decided to do Moms No Expert, it was because I was like, I wanna first of all, there's so much like, you know, I go through a lot of mental health problems since growing up and then also a lot of um generational you know curses and and things like that and I'm like I need to I want to break that I don't want to be that mom that does the same thing that was done to me right and my mom's a great mom so it's nothing bad against her she did what she could you know so it's it's that so that so when I started doing this that was my whole thing and everybody's like oh but you need to do this and you need to do that and I'm like honestly I just like sitting on a mic and talking and I like finding great people that I can talk to and share stories that that's all I want to do. And if people listen, <clears throat> sorry, if people listen, great. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> and if people, and, and sometimes my topic doesn't pertain to some people because right. I've had fathers here and I've had mothers that or stepmothers <laughs> and that doesn't pertain to somebody. So, oh, bless you. <laughs> so it, you know, so that's, I love that because it's, it's true. Like if, if your message it's perfect. Like if if you are gonna be a mom over matter, matter you have to represent. You, you can't got just to be like, yeah, I'm beautiful, and that's why. Right, <laughs> right. Because I'm pretty sure everybody's not everybody, but when I'm on my stories, I, I, and honestly, I'm try. I try to be very intentional about not using filters a lot because I literally want to be yeah. like, this is what I look like. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing exactly. with. So yeah yeah no that's 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 smart so what support so when you got divorced because i heard people say you want to know who your friends are get married or get divorced so how do you find the support what friends stayed what friends stay behind (laughs) um literally my friend heather she has been such a i remember i called her and i was just like i literally was hopeless and she lived in atlanta and um 
I, she was she was living in Atlanta. So when I was in Atlanta, of course, we were you know very close. And so when I moved to South Carolina and I was going through, and I was like, I just, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I have, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And she would literally call the therapist in South Carolina because she's actually a therapist as well. She called the therapist in South Carolina. She was like, I set you an appointment. You need to go now. And she was like, you know, if you don't go, I'm going to get involved. Like, I'm going to call somebody to get involved. And I was like, okay. And so I ended up going to therapy. Um, and honestly, once I started Moms Over Matter, I was able to kind of talk to individuals who dealt with the same thing. And I was able to build community. And I was able to feel like, you know what? I'm not alone. I am not alone in this situation. And I just started like literally opening. I know sometimes women can be very clicky. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of was just like, you know what? If I click with somebody, I'm just going to just let it flow. Because I honestly don't have, if anybody ever asks me, like, tell me about your divorce. I'm going to tell you all everything about it. Everything. I'm going to tell you everything about it because at the end of the day, like, I didn't go through it just for me. Um, so I've learned to not be ashamed of it. I've learned to use it as a tool. I've learned to um, teach my kids differently um, in like how they are brought up. They are brought up totally different from how I was brought up. And that's not a diss to my parents or anything. Cause like, exactly. like you said, they did the best they could with what they had. Um, but it, I literally found support, like, like literally anything that I felt like, okay, I know I might be very uncomfortable doing this because, you know, my divorce was public, but I was like, I got to do this for my sanity. So anything that I could be involved in to help out. And I started serving. I started asking like, you know, do you need help with anything? And I just started serving people and I stopped telling people no. Like if my friends was like, oh, hey, you want to go out? I stopped saying no. Even if I did it, I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm going to go out. And usually when I did go out, I had a good time. So yeah. that's kind of what those things that help sustain me and build community. That's so nice. I'm like, I'm inspired over here. <laughs> I'd say no to my friends a lot. So I need to start saying yes. Well, not a lot. I just, I'm a homebody. So I'm like, ugh, getting dressed and going out. But maybe that's, I need that. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Maybe I need to get up and like go. Mm -hmm. And I do not mind so going what? by myself. Because I started doing like alone trips. Like just taking trips. Oh, okay. And I started taking my kids. I did like these, what, they, what were they called? I forgot what they're called because I did a whole like traveling guide, <laughs> traveling with three kids okay. by yourself. But I was just like, always stay within two hours of, you know, of your area, just in case, you know, if you need to get back home quickly, because my kids have been to Savannah. Um, we've gone to Charleston, like it, like small areas, like tourist areas, we would go um, so that they were able to, um, you know, kind of get out there and not let you see their mom like being gloomy at home all the time. So. Yeah. yeah yeah no that's pretty that's pretty smart i'd never so i've been to the movies by myself like once or twice and not like i just because nobody wanted to watch the movie with me and i'm like well i'm gonna watch this movie <laughs> so i went by myself <laughs> but i mean i didn't feel like bad or anything it was just like i just find people to go with but that's i should start doing that i definitely there's things every time i talk to people i always like to take something because you know mm -hmm. some something so yeah. and i'm like maybe that's one of the things i need to learn to i'm telling you i'm telling you <laughs> any advice that you can give 
any mom that's either going through a divorce or a separation or anything well, right now. What, what the advice I would give you is first assess the situation. Like and when I say assess the situation, I be I mean be completely honest with yourself because sometimes okay. I say this all the time. I did not divorce prematurely. I separated prematurely. That's what I say all the time, because there were situations that we could, if we had communicated differently and communicated effectively, Mm -hmm. would have put us in a different situation. And there are a lot of people that end something that they were still supposed to be building on and, and using. That's not to say that something great can't come from it, because something usually always great comes from it. But if you're going through a separation and you're not being abused, um, you're not being neglected, you're not being emotionally abused, or you're not being like literally like sucked out, I always say assess the situation. Because even my friends have come to me, you know, married, and they're like, I'm taking my ring off. I'm leaving. And I'm just like, why? Okay. Yeah, I'm like, why? Because, like, they don't spend time. I said, well, have you communicated that? Is that something that you've communicated? Is that something? I was like, is that really a deal breaker? Like, how can you incorporate? I know, like, how can you incorporate yourself in the things that he loved? And show him how he can incorporate himself into the things that you love. But I'm literally, like, assess, like, really, truly, honestly, hold yourself accountable in the situation. Because I always say, tell myself, I was very prideful. I would literally, you would say... You could say, Kim, this man is out here dogging you. And I'll be like, I don't care. Like, (laughs) and going home mad. Like, (laughs) but literally, I had this friend. Like, I just did not care. But like, behind closed doors, I was falling apart. So I always tell people, assess the situation work on the things that can be fixed now there are situations where things you know are not like you know if they're cheating on you consistently like you know that's grounds for divorce they're abusing you that's grounds for divorce um but if it's just miscommunication find an unbiased person to sit you guys down so that you guys can have conversations effectively literally because i think sometimes we're so quick and i always tell people don't be so quick to marry do mm-hmm. not be quick to marry because it's it's so much longevity and so much work. Like like the pastor said on Sunday, he was like, basically, when you get married, it's a stick up. Like you literally <laughs> have to die to yourself. So if you got married and you were not willing to die to yourself and to your flesh and have some self-control, marriage mm-hmm. is not for you. And that's what I understand. So it's just like you really have to really assess honestly and truthfully all the way all the way through and literally be completely naked with yourself so that you know what can be fixed and what can be salvaged and what can't so that's the advice mm-hmm. i would give to um individuals who are who are going through a separation now women who are going through divorce i would say find community um mm-hmm. do not sit alone for so long because i always say this you know in isolation, you don't necessarily have control of your thoughts. And sometimes you need individuals to help you kind of compartmentalize and rationalize some of the things that you think because you can overthink yourself to the point where you dig yourself into a hole that's really hard to climb out of on your own. So I always tell individuals, like, when you, if you're going through that, 
find some type of community. Like I just started supporting people any way that I could show up for you. I was showing up any in any capacity I was going to show up and I end up getting that same support in return. So that was like literally what kept me during like my whole divorce. And honestly, being who I was like now, the same person you would see on Instagram is going to be the same person you would see if you meet me in real life. Like <laughs> I have no fake, uh, like no fake about who I am, what I do. And I, and I, honestly, I hate social media, but it's just kind of like the way of the world. In a sense, but yeah, like just be who you are. You know, I always say, you know, I don't have no shame in my game about this divorce at all. And when I remarry, you best believe it ain't gonna be no shame in my game at all. It's gonna be a exactly. whole situation. So <laughs> it's like it's gonna be it's, the, to yes, the nines. It's going to be to the tenth power because I deserve it. Yes. Exactly, yeah. of course. And you deserve to be happy again. Why exactly. not? Exactly. <laughs> so but what is next to you? Day. Obviously not getting married. No. <laughs> not right now. No. Not right now. I do not see that in the cards for me right now. Um, no. But literally what's next for me is um, I want to, um, I actually want to ch- turn Moms Over Matter into a 501c3 specifically for moms who are having issues with trying to defeat, defeat situations. So um, when I say like, even if we think about the um, baby formula shortage, like being able oh, to yeah. provide or show moms the resources that they need in order to basically provide for their for their children who are um, formula fed. So being able to have mm-hmm. grants or or money um, set aside to be able to help moms defeat those situations when they don't really understand how to go through or maneuver through um, trying to get those needs met. So the goal right now is to turn moms of matter into a five hundred one c three and start having events to bring Josh. Um, but to basically host events, um, they bring awareness to, um, moms and what they defeated and how we can stand in the gap for moms who are still trying to learn. And, and, and I say that because there's moms that standing in the gap for me because I don't have it all the way through and I'm not going to, I'm never going to have it all the way full circle. So what I can do to stand in the gap for another mom, I, I, I'm going to do. And I always say, I don't, I'm not, I, I know that. I'm I'm gonna continue to elevate and evolve. And so Mama, it's a ring present. Thank you. I appreciate it so very much. So I know that I'm gonna continue to elevate. I know that, you know, as I continue to evolve and elevate, I'm gonna need moms to stand in the gap for me and teach me how they defeated certain situations that I will continue to face because you know the you know, the battles don't get easier. We just get tougher. We just get strategic, more strategic. So that's the, the the goal is to continue to bring things full circle for moms of a matter. So before mm-hmm. I let you go, go ahead and plug yourself, all your businesses, your Instagram. I have a small following, but I want to share. Oh, with of you. course, listen, <laughs> listen. Your your tribe is going to continue to build. What you're doing is so amazing. Um, Thank you. But to kind of keep up with me, you can follow my Instagram at moms over matter official. Um. Like I said, you can follow me on Instagram at Moms Over Matter Official. Um, we also have a, Insta- a Facebook page, Moms Over Matter, on Facebook. Um, if you want to follow me personally, you can follow my personal page, which is The Days of Kim's Life. Um, and it's T H E D A I S. That's how you spell my last name K I M S L I F E. That's where you can follow me there. 
You can um, join our email list um, to kind of get um, updates on what Moms of a Matter is doing. You can also DM to purchase mer- merchandise, our intentional merchandise as well. Um, I look forward to connecting with you guys. Um, you also can email us at momsovermatter1 at gmail.com uh, for any questions, any um, inqu- inquiries, or any collaborations because we um, know that it takes a team. It takes a full effort to actually bring forth what we want to bring forth. So that's how you can um, stay updated with me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being in Moms No Expert thank Podcast. You. And I hope to have you back. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> have a good you night. Thank you for joining me this week on Moms No Expert Podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Moms No Expert Podcast and share the show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode.